0: I just want to start off by saying that this is solely based on my review from my own personal experience and everyone is titled to their opinion um, and I actually paid for this service and I am going to give you a full breakdown, a full review of what actually happened um, and everything in between. So this is solely based on my opinion and my honest thoughts of this program. And you are entitled to your own thoughts and opinions. I'm just going to ask you guys straight up, okay? Hypothetically, if you paid out of your own pocket, $40,000 US or $50,000 Canadian for a workshop. I just want to know what would you expect it to be like? What type of support would you expect? What level of customer service would you expect? What would the workshop have to have and have to offer you for you to actually want to pay $40,000? for it. What kind of value would you expect for 40 K? That's what I want you to just think to yourself about really put some thought into this. Uh, think about it for a second. Now, I know some of you are going to say that I would never in a million years pay that for anything. Um others would say that maybe if they paid that price for a workshop Um, that they would maybe expect, like it would be a seven to 10 day workshop. It would be like this whole thing, perhaps expect a guarantee that you would receive the results that you expect from the program. Um, Since you're paying that much money, you would maybe expect it to have a money back guarantee. Um, Surely we can all agree that we would expect to have any of our questions answered, okay? I think we can all agree on that, that for 40K, you expect that any question you have will be answered, okay? That's, I just I just think for a 40K price tag, that's the least that would happen. I also think that we can all agree That you should be treated like an extremely important and valuable customer. I think fundamentally, if somebody gave you 40K, how would you treat them? Like, just imagine if you have a business, imagine a customer gives you $40,000. How do you treat that customer? I don't know. I just, I I would just treat them like they're like significantly important and valuable. Okay. That they are trusting me with $40,000. That's how I would treat a customer who spent that kind of money in my business and believed in me that much. And you imagine paying this price tag and also being treated like shit. Yeah, that's exactly What happened, and I'm going to get into all of the details. I'm going to explain everything. I'm going to share how it worked and share my thoughts. I have my notes here so that I can kind of give you guys the rundown of what actually happened. Grab your coffee, get comfortable, maybe grab some popcorn. This is like, I feel like I'm in a movie of some kind. Uh, I don't know what the happy ending is for this movie. I don't know. Um, This is really like, I know I'm laughing, but honestly, it's a really shitty situation and... I don't know. I'm just waiting for the lesson to be learned in this. Um, I mean, obviously I learned the obvious lesson that, uh, Grant Cardone and his partner, Brandon Dawson are scam artists and they literally don't give a shit about anybody else other than themselves. So I learned that lesson, but does that lesson really do me any good? No, not really. Okay. Okay. First of all, Pat and I were at this 10X business conference, okay, that Grant Cardone puts on every year. He's done it the last like four or five years, whatever. We've bought all of them virtually before. We got a lot of value out of them because he has other speakers that he brings on. Um, his stage. So it's not just him that talks the whole time. I don't just pay to watch him talk. Um, Although I was a really big fan of Grant Cardone's until this happened. And until he actually sent me an email um, regarding this situation specifically that I will read to you guys because it's absolutely fucked up that he responded the way that he did. It was very... um, I interpreted it as very sarcastic, extremely rude, and like he doesn't give a fuck about anybody other than himself and his little group of scam friends. So... (laughs) Um, Anyway, so we were at this business conference. It was our first time in person. Chad and I were super excited. And honestly, we had a really great time at this uh, conference. It was a three-day business conference. We paid money to go to this conference. Um, I think the tickets were like over a thousand each um, to go. Fine. Felt like we got value from the the conference but they sold us this uh 10x360 it's called it's a workshop that they sell at this conference for $40,000 US so it ended up costing us um, $50,000 Canadian because we're in Canada told us this at the conference. They were selling it really hard. They talked about it in depth for, um, like every single day they talked about it, um, a little bit each day. And then they had tons of salespeople like trying to sell it and whatever. And to be honest with you guys, the first day we were there and I heard about it, I'm like, but ah, n- like No way in hell would I ever pay that. Okay, literally, that was my initial thought when the day one of the conference, I'm like, nobody's convincing me to drop 40K on a fucking workshop. Okay, that was my initial thought. And somehow... Over the course of the three day event, um, my mind changed based on how they sold it and what they were telling us about it. So I'm going to get into the details here. This is what actually convinced us to buy the workshop. Okay. $40,000. They said that on average, people who go through this course see a 30 to 50% return on the $40,000 in 90 days. Okay. And if you guys know, Chad and I, we are business people. We are extremely driven and we just thought to ourselves, okay, well, if that's actually a fact, which I had no reason to believe it was a lie, Chad and I are the ones that would actually make that happen. We wouldn't, we wouldn't make the 30% happen. We would make the 50% happen. We would be at the high end of that because business is our passion. It's our baby. It's what we love to do. We dedicate like most of our life towards it. Um, And so if anyone can get the return on this investment, the way that they said that we could, it would be us. So we had full faith and belief in ourselves that um, if this program says that that's what it does, that we would be able to do it. Maybe other people might not be, but we would be able to do it. Okay. So that was selling feature number one. Number two, Grant and Brandon, they obviously appear to be very successful businessmen um, running very successful businesses, running multiple businesses that are worth millions of dollars. Like supposedly this is what they're selling us. I don't actually know. I don't, I don't know how much money they actually make, but they brag about all this money that they make, but has anybody seen their, um, statements I don't know, could be a lie. I don't believe anything they say. Okay, this is how it works. They told us that you go to this two-day workshop and then for the entire year, you get to participate in um, weekly Zoom meetings with their team. And then uh, they also confirmed that if we had any other questions or needed help with anything, um, that they would be there every step of the way, which for 40K, I would fucking hope so. Like I, I, that was a question that I didn't even think I needed to ask is, will you be there to answer my questions? And uh, will you support me uh, through this program? I mean, I, I literally felt stupid asking that question because I thought that that was implied by the 40K price tag. Um, I was very sadly mistaken, okay? But they did actually lie to us and tell us that we could email our questions at any time and they would be there to help us. Their mission statement is to help business owners reach their personal, professional, and financial goals. That's literally what their mission statement is. And as soon as you leave that workshop, you are screwed, okay? Okay. There's no support. Um, there's no answering their questions. And in fact, instead of answering your questions, they're going to s- try to sell you more fake workshops. Okay. That is the biggest concern. All right. I'll, I'm getting there. I am getting there. Okay. And so finally, the last thing that convinced us to actually buy this workshop was that ultimately, if it wasn't for our trust and our belief in Grant Cardone and whatever his brand, we would have never signed up. Okay. If this was some rando dude, like if this was just Brandon Dawson, um, selling this course, never heard of the dude before. And he was just selling this course as his course and didn't have grant as his partner. Absolutely not. Would I sign up for uh, a course to that degree? That's that expensive from somebody I'd never heard of before. Okay. So the fact that Grant is using his brand, he's leveraging his fans and people who trust him and believe in him. Um, We've been following him for years now. Okay. Much longer than him and Brandon have even known each other. And so if it wasn't for our belief and trust uh, in, in Grant and what he did and what he stood for, we would have never, ever, ever, ever signed up for it, okay? And in in addition to that, if they had told us that the forty grand is just for a two day workshop, and then you get zero support after, except for group Zoom calls, and that, and if they were honest, and they were like, no, like if you if you don't have if you have any questions, um, no, you're going to have to sign up for other courses and spend more money than the forty grand. would have been like, are you kidding me right now? So we would have never, ever signed up if we actually knew what we were getting ourselves into and what, what it was that we were signing up for. And they literally lied to us when we signed up for the program. Okay. So that's concern number one or number 25. I don't know. I lost count. So we went to this workshop, we paid the 40 grand US 50k Canadian, um, plus our flights plus our extra travel expenses to be there. Uh, We go to this workshop, it's only two days, there were several red flags during the actual workshop itself, which I will get into later, I'm going to talk about the actual workshop so that you guys know. Um, what you signed up for, if you signed up for it, or if you're contemplating signing up for it, then just beware, okay? And if you still want to sign up for it after this video, all the power to you, okay? (laughs) Okay, so they give you this workbook. First of all, this is the workbook that they give you for $40,000, okay? This cheap, shitty workbook um, that has blurry, I don't know if you can see that, probably not, because it's actually printed blurry. Um, it's a blurry, crappy workbook that they give you for forty thousand dollars. In my experience, if you're paying forty thousand dollars would get like an actual legit um, book. I don't know. This seems like if maybe if I went to a $500 or a thousand dollar workshop, I might be okay with this shitty book. Um, and the fact that half of these pages are like blank pages that you can write notes on. It's not even like actual stuff in here. When we went to the course, we left without this even being filled out. Like we filled out maybe, I don't know if you can see this. We filled out maybe a couple of pages. Um, not even that page we filled out partially. Um, no, it's pretty much blank. So I told them we filled out a third of it, but you know, I was being very generous. Like we filled out like two pages, I think. So there's that. Okay. If, if you think this is worth 40 grand, go for it. So we left the two day workshop um, with a couple pages of our workbook filled out um, because the whole time they just talked the whole time. Okay. Without doing any of these activities with us. And honestly, in the workbook, they don't even explain really how to do the activities. They're just straight activities, but they don't actually explain what to do in them. Basically like two days worth of lectures or keynote um, talks. It was like two days worth of Ted talks, basically on different business topics but not actually doing any of the work or any of the activities in the workbook. So when I think of workshop, I think of like doing work and actually learning um, like like doing the work that's why it's called a workshop. So um this was not that it was more so like a lecture of different people doing keynote speeches on different business topics okay which is fine if that's what you're selling and it's not $40,000. When we left the workshop I was like that was weird um that we didn't fill out the workbook and there was many other red flags that I'll get into later that were also freaking really strange but I thought to myself leaving this workshop that surely For $40,000, they're going to help answer any questions that I have. Or any questions that I could have that I could have that I could have. You know what I mean? Like for $40,000, you may want to just like, they didn't even do the bare minimum of this, let alone go above and beyond from a customer service aspect. So I thought for sure that they were going to answer any questions I have while I attempt to fill out this empty workbook that I left. um, But when I got home, obviously. So I emailed Josh, who is the CEO's brother. So he's Brandon Dawson is the CEO of this company, Brandon Dawson and Grant Cardona business partners. And Josh is Brandon Dawson's brother. So he's the CEO's brother. So he's very high up. He's on the exec executive team there, which is, I don't, well, I mean, I do know why, because they're they run a sketchy company there. He is the CEO's brother. Uh, I emailed him with a simple question uh, asking how to set up a commission structure because that's what they teach. That's that's they, they say that's what you need to do. So I email him um, asking how to set up a simple, basic commission structure. Listen, I run a bakery I run a freaking cake shop in Canada. I do not need it to be complicated. I just want to understand how to do it. Right. Um, so that I can implement the things that I learned in this $40,000 course, God forbid that I want to get my money's worth from this $40,000 course. Okay. Not only did Josh refuse to answer my question, but he literally tried to sell me another course, not even kidding you. Okay. I'm going to actually read these emails to you because I could just, I could not make this up if I tried. Okay. Think about this for a second. I'm a small business owner. I, I invest in this workshop. Okay. I, I put my pipe, put my money into it. I put my time into it. I get home. I try to make sense of this weird workshop that I went to. I try to make sense of this workbook that, um, is not filled out that I don't even know how to fill out half of the stuff in there. I think half of this stuff is bogus, to be honest with you, because they don't, um, they don't stand behind the stuff that they teach in the course. Okay. Which I found out through this string of emails, <laughs> Um, And I am not going to be taking business advice from a business who is teaching principles that they themselves do not stand behind and do not implement in their own company. So here I am, little bakery owner from Canada, go to this course, come home, email the CEO's brother who in my mind should be the best at customer service. He should be the best at helping me. He should be excited to help me. He should have all the answers that I'm looking for. And I get an email from him trying to sell me another workshop before I even get the value out of this workshop. Before I even unpack my suitcases, when I get home, he's trying to sell me Another workshop. Okay. This is literally the definition of a scam, you guys. This was my email to Josh. Okay. I go, Hey, Josh, we were at the 360 last weekend and just finished the call this afternoon. This was their group Zoom call that I was on that I put my hand up for so that I could get my question answered. And because there's like two to 300 people at these one hour Zoom meetings, um, many questions go unanswered. Okay. So, That's what happened. So then I go, is there someone specifically I can ask my question to? I want to know how to set up a commission structure. We don't have one and it's not common in my industry. We own a bakery, um, dot, 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 dot. I kind of explain um, about what what the minimum wage is in Canada in case they don't know. Um, Any insight in this would be greatly appreciated. That was my email to Josh, the CEO's brother. Okay. He then responds, hey, Rebecca, Jeff, which is their CFO, their chief financial officer. um, He goes, hey, Rebecca, Jeff does go into sales compensation structures at his finance essentials workshop. If you want to register, it's five thousand dollars a person. You can also ask the question on the round table, which is their weekly zoom calls of 300 people, but he will tell you that it's what he does at the finance essentials workshop for $5,000 a seat. And then Josh goes on to say our next finance essentials is here in Scottsdale on dot, date. Let me know if you have any other questions. <laughs> No, Josh, I just had the one question that you didn't answer. So, therefore, I still have the same question. Okay. Um, So then I respond to Josh and I go, Hey, Josh, I appreciate the response. Personally, it would be really important for me to get my questions answered and achieve the results from the total business transformation. 360 workshop that was $40,000 prior to investing in any future workshops or taking any other further steps with Cardone Ventures. Okay. Josh goes, I understand. Are you saying that this question was brought up at the workshop and never addressed? So that was a very uh, snide remark from Josh uh, saying that, uh, that my two day workshop was the only opportunity that I would have to ask any questions that I had. And outside of that opportunity, I had none other opportunities. Okay. That's what he was implying by that statement. And I was pissed by that remark, by the way. So I go, I would say that the implementation and action piece is the whole point and goal of attending the workshop. Naturally, questions will arise during the implementation process that wouldn't have come up at the workshop. Are you suggesting that the workshop was my only opportunity to have my questions addressed and there's no other support besides the group calls where they may or may not address my personal questions? So then he emails back and he goes, The weekly calls in continuing education, implying his other workshops for $5,000 a seat, is how you learn with us. The calls are the opportunity, and the workshops are the opportunity. I don't even know what that means. At the class, at the workshop, He said the class, he meant at the workshop. At the workshop, you should have gotten three to five things to work and measure. If you have said at the class that I want to learn how to create sales compensation plans, we would have told you during that workshop that you need to take the finance essentials workshop. I did not respond to that email because now that I know that Josh is not a smart person and can't communicate properly with a customer can't answer my questions and is telling me that I need to invest another $10,000 for myself and my husband to go to another workshop when I didn't even get my value from this $40,000 workshop. Uh, Scam alert. Okay. There is like, that is a clear indicator of a scam. Okay. But wait, there's more, it gets so much better. Okay. So that's where the conversation ended with Josh, because guys, as soon as I recognize that someone doesn't know what they're talking about and they have really shitty customer service, I am like, I'm done talking to that person. Okay. I'm going to go to someone else. So I email, um, the lady that sold us the workshop. And I tell her about my conversation with Josh. I go, is this, is this like how you guys treat your customers for $40,000? Uh, is this like normal, cardone venture service behavior or is Josh just the you know black sheep of the entire company I emailed this lady t- telling her this she's like yeah like I don't know he shouldn't have responded like that uh, I don't agree with it and um, I'm gonna forward you those emails to um, the Brandon the CEO which is Josh's brother which, um, because I mean obviously my thoughts were if brandon um the ceo made josh a high level executive in this company knowing his brother and knowing um his lack of communication skills then that was a reflection of brandon's leadership or lack thereof it okay that was that's what my initial thinking was i'm like okay this is going to get really bad because the ceo of the company um is putting people in positions to deal with their customers who should not be dealing with the public at all. And then they are arranged for my question to get answered. I I don't know why I had to go through such a hassle to get my question answered. But um, if you're thinking about going to this course, um, just know that your only opportunity to get your questions answered is apparently during the two-day workshop. And if you have any questions after when you get home and you try to implement what you're learning, you're on your own. So if that's a selling feature for you, then I, it, that's for you. Okay. Um, okay. So then what happens? This just keeps getting better. I hope you guys have your beverages and your snacks. Okay. Then um, they email me back and they've arranged to have my questions answered. Hallelujah. They're going to answer my question for $40,000. So they arrange for Jeff, who is the CFO. He's the finances guy at Cardone Ventures. Um, and he is going to arrange a Zoom call with me. And he's going to answer my question on the Zoom call. Great don't particularly like that um, Josh was really rude and how he responded. I don't like how he tried to sell me another $10,000 workshop without answering my questions and knowing that I just returned home from this $40,000 program. Um, but that's besides the point. Okay. So it went to some, it went to Brandon, Brandon arranged to, for me to have a one-on-one with Jeff the finances guy to answer my question. Jeff emails me, Jeff goes, uh, I'm this, this is a Friday. Okay. Jeff goes on Friday, emails me in the morning. And he says, um, I'm free today for a zoom call. Let me know what time works for you. So I go, okay. Um, 2 PM works for me. So let's meet at 2 PM. So then I think that since he asked me what time worked for me, I assume that that time's gonna work for him. Otherwise, why wouldn't he tell me what time works for him? You know what I mean? So anyways, I tell him 2 p.m. And I I get all set up on my computer. I assume that he's gonna send me over the Zoom link. Uh, He didn't respond to my email, but I assumed since he asked me the time that 2 p.m. would be fine. And so I'm sitting there waiting, ready, uh, ready to go. And he emails me at 2 p.m. And he goes, "Uh, this time doesn't isn't going to work for me. Uh, Something came up and but I'm free this afternoon. Okay, weird. But this was the. First um, situation where I was like, okay, like you asked, but you asked me what time worked for me, and now that time doesn't work for you. Weird. Um, so after that, he said he was free in the afternoon, and then I go, okay, whatever. I just wasted my time waiting for you, but that's that's fine. Um, I'll I'll meet with you this afternoon. I'm free this afternoon. I'll make the time, oh, guys. All I want is my question answered don't, I, I didn't realize this was a circus that i have to jump through hoops for. So anyways, I'm like, I'm free all afternoon. Let me know whatever time works for you, because obviously the time that worked for me didn't work for you. So I wait around all afternoon for Jeff to get back to me, to let me know what time we are meeting. And he gets back to me later that night after the afternoon has passed and tells me that his afternoon got away from him and that we would have to reschedule for either Saturday or Monday and that he would send me some, uh, zoom links and I can pick whatever time worked for me out of those zoom links. So essentially I wasted all day Friday waiting for this guy to get on a zoom call with me. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but as a business owner, my time is valuable, okay? I don't give a shit if you guys are like multimillionaires over there or you think that you're so cool running this like... Big company that is funded by um, running scams on small businesses. Um, but my time is valuable. I personally value my time. I value when people are punctual and when they keep their commitments. And if this is a business that I'm supposed to be taking business advice from, um you maybe want to show up to your fucking appointments. Okay. That's not all. There's more. Um, okay. So he sends me the links to these zoom times. Okay. There was two times for Saturday, two times for Monday, irrelevant. Doesn't matter. I pick the following day at one 30. Okay. So, uh, he sent me the zoom link. I click confirm. Cause there's a confirm button to pick. I click that button. I assume that sends him a notification saying that I've confirmed for 1 30 PM the following day. And just in case it didn't confirm that time. I also emailed him back uh, the, same, the same night within an hour of receiving his Zoom links, uh, telling him I chose 1.30 tomorrow, Saturday, April, whatever. Um, and I will talk to you then just in case he doesn't, uh, just in case he didn't get my confirmation. So I sent, I did that. And then I am waiting on my Zoom call I I log in 10 minutes early because I appreciate that he's going to take time out of his day. I don't want to make him wait around. Um, and I appreciate that he's gonna help me with my problem. So I'm there 10 minutes early, waiting around. I wait. It's it's 130. I wait. It's 135. Like, okay, he's like five minutes late, whatever, it's fine. Um 140 comes around. I go. Okay, 10 minutes late, Like maybe, maybe he should have sent me an email saying he's running 10 minutes late or whatever. Just as a high-level CFO executive, supposedly, um, that just seems to be high-level executive behavior to maybe just drop me a, a note saying that, Oh, I'm running a little bit late. Just so you know. No, didn't happen. I waited for half an hour on this call. He did not show up at any point. And nor did he email me to say that he was not showing up or to say that he was late or to say what the fuck happened. So here I go, waste more time. And then I email him. I'm like, I, are you like seriously running late? Or did like, did this time that you told me to pick not work for you again? Silence. Okay. I don't hear from this guy for two days. No joke. This is supposedly a CFO running a company. Okay. I don't hear from him for two days. So what do you think was going through my head for two days? Wondering what have I got myself into? Okay. First of all, I paid forty grand for this half-assed, shitty workshop program. My brother tries to avoid my question. Uh, condescendingly tells me that my only opportunity to ask any questions and have them answered is during the two-day workshop. And then they arrange for the CFO to have a meeting with me, and he stands me up on two separate occasions. And this is a business that. I am supposed to take advice from. Uh, they're supposed to be like leading by example, living by all the shit that they teach. Um, and this was just guys. it was it was comical, okay? Chad and I were just like, what the fuck did we get ourselves into? That's literally what we thought. We, were, we literally could not wrap our heads around um, the fact that this was happening. All right. So we try to call it um, just Cardone Ventures in general because we're like, OK, this is fucked. Um, We need to talk to somebody in the customer service department because this is absolutely ridiculous that I paid $40,000 to be like treated this way. Okay. Now this is becoming, don't give a fuck about my question anymore, but like customer service perspective, this is absolutely unacceptable. Okay. So we call the, the main line, we get the receptionist there. We're like, who is in charge of customer service here? Because that's who I need to talk to. I need to talk to the customer service person. Okay. Oh, they don't have one. They do not have a customer service department or a customer service person or anyone in charge of customer service. Okay. Um, so the receptionist told us that, that they don't have one. Um, but they'll, they'll have Josh call us back. (laughs) See, we don't really want to talk to Josh because Josh is the person who started this whole fucked up situation to begin with. Why on earth do I want Josh to call me back about anything when he couldn't even handle a regular customer service conversation, uh, or question. Okay, so they're they're gonna get Josh to call us back. Great, this is hilarious. This is gonna go over great. Okay, Josh is the only person who they have to call us back. He's the first person we had an issue with. Um, In what world do you have an issue with someone in the company? And they're like, they're like, oh, it sounds like a good idea to get the person who broke your trust and uh, pissed you off in the first place to call you back. I don't know. I'm just, I have no words. Okay. So Josh, I'm like, this is, this is going to go great. So Josh, he calls us. Chad had the pleasure of speaking with Josh. I had the pleasure of listening to the entire conversation and it was a complete shit show as I thought it would be. I mean, Chad handled himself really well. He was very professional and he just told his points and Josh just carried on like an absolute maniac. Okay. Um, and so it went exactly how we thought it was going to go. It was a complete shit show. It was a disaster. Josh was very defensive and he was, um, he even said, Oh my God, I'm not even going to get into the petty details that he said, but it was absolutely comical. Okay. Anyway, so there's no, um, I think that they actually had to hang up on each other or one, maybe Chad hung up on Josh or Josh hung up on Chad, but there, it was going nowhere. So whoever hung up on who, like that was the right thing to do. Cause it was just a fucking disaster of a conversation. Okay. Um, and the fact that, uh, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised because of the way that Josh talks to me, but the fact that they don't have any customer, um, problem resolution strategies there is very concerning and they don't know how to deescalate a negative situation. Okay. They literally pour fire on a negative situation. They don't know how to deescalate a situation. All right. So, um, at this point you we were like, okay, This is messed up. We just we want out of this. We want a refund because there's no way in hell I'm implementing any of the strategies or anything that I learned when um, you guys handle your your customer service this way. You can't keep appointments. Um, You try to sell people things when they haven't even got value from their first product with you. The whole thing, you guys were like, okay, like, you know what, let's just call this a wash. Just give us a refund. I I just, just give us a refund. And then we don't need to continue talking to you guys or anybody. I won't bug you anymore. Um, That would have been the smarter decision for them to do. Okay. I didn't get the value from the workshop and I don't want to take the advice from a business who can't even run their own business properly and who doesn't have a customer service department to boot. Okay. Um, Funny thing is, is that we told them that, okay, this is supposed to be 360. It's called 360 because it's supposed to be a 360 degree degree angle of your entire business. So it's supposed to encompass everything business-wise for any business to operate properly. And there is not a section in there or any part of it. Does it talk about customer experience or customer service, which is a fundamental of business? Okay. And so, and so the story goes, and so we brought that up to them. And we say, hey, this is supposed to be 360. Why is there no customer service in this? Um, Besides the fact that I came up with my own conclusion, why there's no customer service in this is because they don't have their own customer service at their business. And uh, it would be a shit show if they tried to teach customer service based on what I witnessed of their customer service. So it makes sense why they don't have it. Um, and then why do they don't offer customer service workshops, but it doesn't make sense why they would come up with this 360 angle of a business and not include customer service in there. They obviously don't value it and they don't give a shit about it. Probably because it costs them money, and they're a scam, and they just want to take your money and they don't want anything else to do with you once they take your money. After the phone call with Josh, about half an hour later. Brandon, the CEO calls. Okay, Brandon calls. He tries to act sensible. He apologized for um, Josh's behavior. He acknowledged that he did not handle the situation properly and that he is upset about how Josh handled the situation. Um, He was shocked and upset about Jeff missing both those appointments. Um, He said he didn't even know that Jeff missed the appointment, blah, blah, blah. He said that Jeff had food poisoning, uh, blah, 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 all these excuses. And, um, okay, if you had food poisoning, I think you can just let people know that you're sick and that you're going to reschedule, okay? Not just ghost them and leave them hanging for two days what kind of CFO doesn't have the competency to send a text or an email saying, Hey, I'm sick. I can't make it. So this was a really shitty excuse um, that they used, which by the way, they preach. If you guys follow 10 X or grant or anything like that, they preach taking accountability And responsibility, like literally they preach everything against making excuses. They would just never, ever, ever stand for. Let's say Grant and Brandon uh, went to uh, an appointment that they had and the person at that appointment didn't show up and they didn't text and they didn't call and they didn't respond for two days. I don't think Grant or Brandon would have been like, you know what? It's cool. You had food poisoning. Like that's a great excuse for you not to let me know or not to text me. Like that just wouldn't happen, okay? So Brandon's on the phone with Chad. I'm listening to the conversation. Brent, we're like, we just want a refund. We just want out. This is unacceptable. You know this is unacceptable. Brandon's like, yes, I agree. It's unacceptable. I apologize for their behavior. Okay, so far so good. He's telling us what we want to hear. He goes, but I'm not going to give you a refund. Okay. Why would you? It's a scam. So Grant gets on the phone because Grant is hanging out with Brandon there and Grant gets on the phone and he goes on and on and on. And he says about how he's had over 30 business partners and Brandon's the one that he's trusted the most. Um, even though they've only known each other for two years, apparently Brandon is the one that Grant trusts out of all 30 business partners that he's had and failed with. Okay. Grant. That does not solve my problem, and it does not answer my question, and it does not uh, help me in my situation. I don't give a shit that you trust, Brandon. I don't trust Brandon. I don't trust anybody now at this company, okay? because it's sketchy. Literally told them that the fact that the CEO's brother failed to provide any level of customer support and tried selling us another program without helping us, um, with the current one is unacceptable. Okay. The CFO can't organize his schedule. Why would I take business advice or financial advice from somebody who cannot organize his fucking schedule or tell me when he can't make an appointment and he leaves me hanging on two separate occasions? Okay. Why the hell would I? take advice from such a shit show circus of a company that is run so bad. All right. Now let's get into my thoughts on the actual workshop. Okay. So the workshop itself, two days, um, it's a business type workshop, uh, learned a few things here and there. The main thing about this workshop is that it is lectures and keynote talks. Okay. You're not actually doing any work while you're there. Um, at least not in the class that we did, maybe in other classes, maybe they just, wing it when they do them. I don't, I don't know. But in our class, we did not do any of the actual work in our workbook. So we were sent home with empty workbooks, um, loads of questions that apparently if you want your questions answered, you have to sign up for future courses. So then what did I pay $40,000 for specifically is what I'd like to know. If anyone has the answer to that question, let me know. So for what I got out of this workshop and Chad and I both agreed, um, this course, this course should have been this two day course should have been 500 to a thousand dollars. That's what I would value. That's the, the amount of value that I got out of it certainly nowhere near $40,000 worth of value. Okay. Um, the reason why we signed up for it for the $40,000 is because we were under the impression that we were getting support for the entire year after we took this two day workshop. Okay. No way. in fuck would I pay $40,000 for just two days? Uh, no way. So the fact that we thought that we would be getting all of our questions answered and all of this stuff that's why we signed up for it okay the the workshop itself felt extremely rushed um, even the way that they answered people's questions and stuff like that was extremely rushed it was short um, it was it was very the environment of it is very, uh, intimidating and they want it to be like that. Okay. They want you to feel intimidated. They want you to feel like your question is too stupid to ask because they want you to ask those questions. And I got that vibe right away because there were some people I even participated. I asked questions. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if they think my question is stupid or not for $40,000. I'm getting my fucking question answered. So I participated in the question asking, but there were people in the class in our class um, that had questions that uh, when they were answering their questions, they said that, um, it was a stupid question or they would be like, they would be like, stop rambling. I need you to get to your point because we're trying to get through the course, like rushing people. And, um, there was a couple instances where they were so mean and there was this one lady. And if this lady is watching this video. I just want you to know, I sincerely apologize. I should have, I literally feel like I should have stood up and said that that is not how you treat a customer for $40,000. Okay. I don't even remember her name. Um, but she asked a question. It was the only question this lady asked the entire time. She never asked another question because they made her feel like shit. I know they made her feel like shit because they embarrassed her for asking the question. They um they told her, they actually use this kind of intimidation approach where they'll they'll ask the entire group and they'll be like, like, does anybody here understand what she's asking? They literally said that about this lady asking a question, implying that nobody that she's asked that that nobody knows what she's asking. Okay, like who, who treats a customer that is paying forty thousand dollars to be there like that? Um, I would love to know what that lady thought about this course. Um, I, I feel so bad that I didn't stand up and say like that is not how you treat a customer for forty thousand dollars. But I'm saying it here, and um, just being in that environment is very like you you don't want to be the one to like, to be like put under that pressure or to, to, to look stupid or to, um, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, guys. It's like it's it's an abuse tactic. OK, I I used to work at a shelter for abused women and children. I worked there for five years um, and this kind of a tactic, um, it's it's called like lateral. I think it's lateral violence or lateral abuse where they're like manipulating kind of like gaslighting, um, but just like, God, it is not how you treat another human being let alone if they spent $40,000 to sit where they were sitting. Okay. There was uh, another situation where this guy in our class was talking about um, how he had overcome cancer and uh, he was sharing a bit about his story. And then um, the Brandon goes, "Uh, don't care that you overcame cancer. Don't care about your story. Um, Just get to the question. Okay. I get that. Brandon and Grant are very straightforward people, but I just, honestly, I have no words for, for how they could treat customers like that. I mean, even if your approach is meant to be like this act or it's meant, I don't even think it's an act. I think it's who they are at their core. They're just, they're just bad people. Um, in my opinion, And, uh, there's just no level of respect or love or kindness or humanity. And it's, I, I love guys. I love the hardcore. I love the boldness. I love the, um, you know, straightforwardness. That's so my vibe too, but I don't love when it comes at the expense of another human being feeling inferior or feeling intimidated or feeling put down. Like I just, Oh, it just makes me so freaking mad. And so they use those intimidation tactics throughout the entire um, two days that you're there. Um, It's supposed to also moving along here for the actual workshop. It's supposed to include, like I said, all aspects of a business. You're supposed to come out of this course having the full 360 view of what your business needs. And there was no mention at any point of customer service which i understand why like i said earlier they don't even know what that means so but they should not be calling it 360 without an aspect of customer service in there um brandon did say that i had a point okay he did say in his email that because of me and because of maybe me causing a fucking riot over there this little bakery lady from canada with the blue hair um why? Why was I the one that had to be like, "Hey, guys, maybe you need a customer service department at your multi-million-dollar business. Maybe you need to be teaching uh, customer service in your 360, or actually, maybe you need to hire somebody who knows what customer service means so that they can teach it in the 360. That would be better yet. Okay. And so Brandon agreed to me that they are going to implement customer service in their business. Now, why did it take me, little blue haired bakery lady from Canada, to tell a multimillionaire how he needs to have customer service in his business? Mic drop. I don't know. Okay, moving along. They tell you throughout this whole two day workshop um, that they might partner with you. So they brainwash you and make you lead you to believe that if you do a good enough job, if you abide by what they say, if you're on your best behavior, if you don't ask questions that are stupid. If you are quiet and you don't speak up and you don't give us any troubles, we might partner with you. We might invest in your company. So they say that multiple times throughout the course, which to me is another manipulation tactic because, um, let's be real guys. Like they're, they're not, they don't, Care about your business. They don't want, they, they just want your money. So they want you to keep going through their programs, um, thinking that maybe hopefully one day they might partner with me or invest in my company or give me money or da 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 da. da. Um, it's a tactic and it is wrong because it is sketchy and it's not true. And it leads people to believe that if they tiptoe around, and do everything that they say to do like little puppets that they might partner with you. Okay. So I don't like that approach either. They also try to sell us products while we're there. So while we were there um, we had lunch there every day, they provided lunch so nice for $40,000 to, to give us lunch. Um, So they provided us lunch there. And during the lunchtime, they have salespeople there trying to sell us other workshops while we're there. Okay. I don't, I don't even know what to say about that, but the fact that I don't know why you would think that I would buy another program when I haven't even got my, like seen the results from this program yet, aside from the fact that because it's a scam and they know it's a scam. So they're just trying to get as much money out of everybody as possible. So they're trying to sell us other products while we're there. Okay. Other workshops, which by the way, why, why would you need other why would you need other workshops when you're spending $40,000 on a workshop that supposedly covers 360 of your business? Like why do I even need to go to the finances workshop? Why do I need to go to that? It should be covered in the 360 degree aspect of the business like workshop. <laughs> I mean that's that's what I thought when I was paying $40,000 that it was going to cover the entire 360 of the 360 program. I don't know why I would think that's crazy. As I mentioned earlier, the workbook is extremely basic. It's cheap. It's shitty. It's blurry. Like I said, they don't print it properly. Um, That's like the least of my concern. I'm just saying like if I pay $40,000 and I get this kind of a workbook with like just crappy shit in it for $40,000. Like I said, you could take a college or a university course and get a actual textbook like this thick filled with information and all different kinds of things. But more importantly, information that tells you how to go about like learning the information and they would also have um, support and teachers and stuff like that to help you answer your question. Okay. So So that's what you get for $40,000. There are a couple of companies that they like to use as examples or success stories, quote unquote, um, that they intentionally pick these businesses to work with and help them so that they can use them for marketing purposes um, to make the workshop look legit. Okay. And I only know this because um, of the strategy that they taught us that you need to create success stories so that other people, can see that you're legit. okay? Now, fundamentally, I think if you do that in, in a way with integrity, that I feel like I can implement that in my business and it will actually do good. But in this situation, they're using it to do harm. And I don't like that. So they they picked a couple businesses that have been through the program, that they like to use as examples or success stories. Um, And that's it. Those are the only businesses they talk about, the only businesses they care about. And it's not because those businesses were awesome. It's just because those businesses they chose to pick them for their marketing purposes. Okay. Otherwise, if more businesses had success with this program and weren't brainwashed by it, um, you'd be hearing about all different companies. You'd be hearing about tons and tons of companies, right? No, they only talk about the top like three or four or five companies. Okay. So that's my thoughts on the actual workshop itself. Now, what would I do differently? And what can you do to make sure that you never get scammed? I've been giving this a lot of thought, obviously, given the circumstances that I am out $50,000. I will be asking the awkward questions. And... I will get all of the answers in writing, okay? And those are the two things I will be doing going forward. And those are the two things you need to be doing um, whenever you are going to be investing any amount of money, okay? Any, like if you want to take a risk on $100 or $200 and you don't really care if the company's shit or not, you just want their product, give that a try, whatever, okay? But if you're going to invest $500, $1,000, anything above that, with a company, you need to ask the hard questions and not be embarrassed to ask them and not feel stupid to ask them and not give a shit about the other person's feelings who is selling the product to you. Okay. And what I mean by that, I'm not saying to be mean to them. Okay. Kindness. Um, what I mean by that is Sometimes we are afraid to ask questions because we feel like it might be offensive to the other person, or we might think that we're making them feel uncomfortable. Okay. If they're the ones selling you the product, you have full permission to ask any question that you want and get the answers that you want to your questions in writing. Okay. So this is what you're going to do so that you don't get scammed. Okay. You're going to ask what the refund policy is. This is number one, like literally get it in writing. They can tell you whatever they want to your face. If you don't have it in writing, you don't have proof. Okay. And anyone can tell you what you want to hear to sell you anything, but you need to know what, who you're doing a deal with. What is is the refund policy? Do they have one? Do they care about it? How do they respond to that question is the the thing that you want to look at, okay? Do they respond confidently, professionally, and are they able to give it to you in writing? If somebody asks me at my business, Chick Boss Cake, what is your refund or return policy if I am not happy with my product? My response would be, Yeah, that was a great question. I'm so glad that you asked because we care so much about customer service and we want to make sure that you are happy and not just happy. We want to make sure that we actually exceed your expectations, make sure you are over the moon happy about your product and service. And if you're not, we offer a 100% happiness guaranteed policy, meaning that we will do whatever it takes to make you happy. And that policy is right on our website. I'm also happy to take the time to send you an email in writing. Okay. So if they don't respond with confidence, if they try to tell you anything other than um, they 100% stand behind their product and that they will give you a refund or they will make it right or they will do whatever it takes to make you happy, anything short of that, you guys, is bullshit. Okay. Any legit company out there wants to make their customers happy and will do whatever it takes to make them happy mark my words by that. Um, And just for fun, I I encourage you guys just for fun to go around to these local businesses, go around to any businesses, put this to the test and ask them the hard question. What happens if I buy your product and I'm not happy with it? You don't ask those hard questions because you don't want to sound like a bitch. And the problem is at whose expense it's at your own expense. Okay. So the more you practice this, the better off you will be, the less you will deal with shit companies and the the happier you will be. Cause you'll only find good companies. Okay. <laughs> ask what the refund policy is, get it in writing, ask what happens if you don't find the product or service valuable um, or if it isn't what you expect, because like I said, legit companies, they stand behind their products and services. And if they don't stand behind them, then why the fuck do you want to buy them? That's what I would like to know. Okay. It doesn't matter how awesome the product looks. It doesn't matter how, how your friend liked it. It doesn't matter um, how many great reviews they have. I mean, reviews are definitely important. They'll give you a little bit of a indication of that, but Uh, if they don't actually stand behind their product and service and they're not willing to do anything and everything it takes, um, to make you happy as the customer, you do not want to buy from them. Okay. I promise you, you do not want to do business with them. Um, because any legit company, if they believe in their product and service, they are not going to have those reservations. Okay. Because people that do have those reservations and that are like, if they answer this question by saying... Oh, don't worry. You will love our products and services. Like I've, i everybody loves them. I promise that you'll love them. Uh, that is not an answer. They don't know what your ex, like, they don't know that you're going to love it. They don't know if their staff is not going to make a mistake on your order and then you're going to get it and you're going to love it because it's got a mistake on your order. Um, so that is a fake answer. So if you run into that, That is not, that is not a customer service policy. Okay. That is somebody trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Okay. What, what is their, what is their response like when you ask them that question? Okay. If they make you feel like you shouldn't be asking that question or like you're an idiot for asking that question, or if they're like, well, nobody ever asked that question. So it's weird that you are, um, red flag, get out of there, go find another company to deal with. Okay. Because any company that responds like that or makes you feel bad for asking hard questions, you don't want to be doing business with. Okay. Because you're going to run into problems with them down the line because they don't even got this shit figured out. All right. Here's what I actually did learn for $40,000. I learned how to, I learned what I would do to not get scammed again. Great lesson. Um, I learned that Grant Cardone and Brandon Dawson are partnering with, with Cardone Ventures and running scams. I learned that I knew this about myself, but this was really put to the test in this situation specifically because I learned that I don't give a shit who you are, how successful you are, what kind of authority or power you think you have, I will always stand up for what is right. And I will always lead with integrity. And I will always spread the word when there is something really sketchy going on. Okay. I don't, I don't have anyone to impress. If you are not acting with integrity and kindness and treating people like human beings, I will be the first person to call you out on your bullshit and address it. Another thing I learned, um, I actually know way more about running a legit company, uh, an ethical business than they do because they literally don't even have a customer service department. Now they might, by the time you call them, they might have a customer service department because I was the one that told them that they needed that. And they told me that they were going to implement it based on me telling them that which I don't know why I had to do that because I'm the one paying, they should be paying me for my advice in that situation. Okay. So um, I learned that I learned that if I had to choose between money and integrity, it will always be integrity. I learned to ask hard questions, even if it makes others feel uncomfortable, like we just talked about. And if they don't give the right answers, not to give them the benefit of the doubt, no matter how, nice, they may seem. And I also learned that I will never give anyone a significant amount of money ever again, without asking what the return policy is to see what kind of business I'm dealing with prior to doing business with them. Okay. Because you guys, this is the thing. Oftentimes, because we don't take the initiative and we don't take the responsibility to ask people the hard questions and get actual factual answers and not let them sell us and pull the wool over our eyes, we don't find out what kind of business we're dealing with until we are dealing with a situation or until we run into a problem. And by that point, it's too late most of the time. Because if it takes you that long to find out how sketchy of a business they are, chances are you've already invested in the money and there's not much you can do about it. Okay. So that's all my notes that I have. Um, I do want to read Grant's email because I think that um, first of all, I just wanted to say that I have a string of emails with Brandon Dawson. I think I have like 14 or 15 emails going back and forth. Um And, uh, the original email that I sent Brandon was, it was firm. It was to the point. And I was, I I told him, I'm like, if you're serious about helping us and you take full responsibility and accountability for the shit that your team, um, showed me and put me through, then I will give you the opportunity to make the situation better. Um, all I'm asking is that you answer all of my questions that I have and that You um, help us get the 30 to 50% return in the 90 days like the course suggests. And that's literally all I asked of him. Okay. And he responded to that email um, taking the opposite approach that he had with the phone call where he actually was very defensive and he um, actually backed up uh, some of their behavior and said that Jeff was sick and blah, blah, blah. And um, I'm sorry, like that the customer service wasn't to your expectations and uh, blah, blah, blah. Went on and on about that. And it was very condescending and very rude email um in response to mine, where I wanted to move forward with it. Okay. So then we just went back and forth. I was very firm in my emails and I put him in his place and uh, I shared my opinion and my feedback with him for what it was worth. Probably didn't give a shit at all. Um, And then after that string of emails with Brandon, I was thinking to myself, I was like, is, is Grant, does Grant know that Brandon's this like acting like this because I don't if I, I don't know if he knows that or it, I I came to two conclusions either Grant is fully aware and in on it and in on the scam and uh, equally as sketchy and equally as guilty as Brandon or Grant does not know that Brandon is running a company with no customer service department and no no care or regard for customers who spend forty thousand dollars so it's either those two things. So I decided to forward my whole string of emails to Grant Cardone. So this is what I say to Grant Cardone. Okay, I go, Grant, you're obviously aware of the situation that's been unfolding since you got on the phone yesterday during the conversation between Brandon and Chad. We've been longtime followers and supporters of you, your family, and your 10X brand for quite some time. And to say I'm disheartened and disappointed in Cardone Ventures... 10 X 360 and the lack of leadership is an understatement. Is this how you want your brand represented? Because it's only a matter of time before the negative effects of this leadership style will manifest itself negatively to have your brand associated with it. That's what I said to Grant Cardone. Okay. Along with the whole string of emails. So he could have taken the time to read them if he wanted to. I don't think he did. I don't think he gave a shit. This is what he responded to my email with, okay? Which I found extremely manipulative, condescending, and fucking rude. He goes, send me my favorite cake. I want to see what you guys got. Send it right away to my house. I can't wait to eat it. Annie will give you... Annie will give you address where I am whenever you guys have it ready. Tell your husband. It was great speaking to him. Regarding Brandon and Cardone Ventures, these guys are the best partners I have ever had. What they are doing for our clients and partners who listen and execute is bordering on miric, I assume he meant miracle. That being said, those who don't execute, don't listen and don't trust aren't going to benefit. Do what they tell you to do and you'll meet a much better version of yourself and your possibilities than the things you're being critical up at this time. We've all offered enough to resolve this. Let's just eat cake now. All love wishing you guys the best. Grant Cardone. So now that reading that email, super condescending, no care, no regard towards my feelings or the situation at hand, no responsibility taken on their end at all. Now I know that Grant Cardone is just equally as guilty as Brandon Dawson in this whole scam. And that confirmed it because there was no regard for me. He was basically mocking our cake business, um, telling us to send a cake to his house. Super bizarre. Um, And yeah, so that's the response that I got from that. Okay. So then I, I responded to that because I just had to. I just said, all I had to say to that email was, I'll be interested to see how this partnership plays out with business partner. Number 31 gone wrong. Got to get better at reading people grant all the best. Okay. There was more emails after that. I don't think Brandon Dawson really liked that comment too much, um, but it was the truth. I honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to believe at this point, but um, in my opinion, Grant is guilty by association and he is just as equally to blame in this because he's aware of the situation. Um, I made him aware of the situation and he had every opportunity to fix it or respond kindly or like he gave a fuck at all and he chose not to. So um, he's just as guilty as well. And so that is that. That's how I got caught up in this scam. I ended up telling Brandon he's no longer to contact me because he was getting extremely rude and volatile at near the end of these emails. And I told him like, if you continue to contact me, I'm going to have to report this to the police because it was just getting out of hand. Like the insults and the manipulation and condescending nature of his emails were, I want to say shocking, but like I'm not really shocked by this point, okay? Cuz this whole freaking thing is such a disaster. If you guys are considering um this course and whatever, it is up to you what you guys do with your own money. I could give a shit less, okay? But what I do care about is that you make informed, educated decisions. You ask the hard questions, because I know for a fact that if you ask them um, what their refund policy is or what happens when you, if you don't like something, they are not going to stand behind their product. And that's the only red flag that you need to see to run the other direction. Okay. So if you're thinking about doing this course, you ask them, what is the refund policy on my $40,000? They're going to tell you, I guarantee you, this is what they're going to say. They're going to say, every single person who has gone through this course has been successful. They've achieved 30 to 50% return on their investment. Uh, There is no way you're not going to like it. A real company would say, we believe in this product so much that if you don't get the full value that you believe that $40,000 should get you, we will offer you your money back. No questions asked that's how it should be. Okay. And so that's it. That's, that's what happened. That's how Chad and I um, got roped into this. And I honestly don't want to see any other businesses taken advantage of. This is like awful. I, you know, it really sucks that it happened to us. Um, but at the end of the day, we have to take responsibility for the fact that you know we trusted Grant Cardone's brand, we trusted um, in what they were selling, we trusted that what they were telling us was honest, and we trusted that they would help us and have a level of customer service and answer our questions for forty thousand um, dollars but uh you know i I don't want to see other small businesses taking advantage of you know. <laughs> Um, it could have been spent to, to grow my business, to, uh, open a new store location. It could have been spent in so many different ways, um, that would impact my, my business directly. And, you know, the communities that our businesses are in, um, we partner with make a wish foundation and, you know, we could have put $50,000 towards our our marketing to be able to even, you know, donate more to to that cause. There's just so many better ways I could think of to spend 40 40 or $50,000 and um you know, instead it's really unfortunate because it went to this. It went to this scam and you know, it sucks. I really don't want it to happen to anyone else. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, Chad and I are just saying, you know, it, it, it's, it's just money. Sure. It's a lot of money, but, um, you know, Chad and I are very driven individuals. We're extremely hardworking and we'll make it back and, and we'll be fine. Our business, our business is great. Our business, we are, we're surrounded by so much love, so many amazing customers, um, This is not going to affect our business at all. It's going to continue to grow and continue to be successful. And we have so many big plans coming. Um, But it is definitely very unfortunate that this happened. So anyways, I'm going to wrap up this video. I know it was long, but there was really no short way to to tell you guys this story. And I feel like all of the details that I added were like, think you needed to hear them because um, it all adds context to the story and even I didn't I don't know I could have sat here and read Brandon Dawson's emails. Uh, maybe I'll do that in a different uh, different uh, video because they're kind of comical um, just for entertainment purposes but you know for the length of this video, I think you guys get the gist that for forty thousand um, dollars we didn't get our our values worth and they don't offer refunds we're not getting our money back and it sucks so. Anyways, um, if you have any comments or you have any questions, uh, for me or about the situation, um, or if you, if you want to spread the word about it, um, feel free to share this video. If you want to do uh, a news article about it, um, I've had a couple of people message me asking about it and they want to write up a news article to, to spread the word so that other people don't fall into the scam as well. Um, I am happy to talk. I will talk to you about it. I will share all the details. I can forward you all the emails. Um, And I just just want people at the end of the day to make educated decisions. And if they decide to continue and take this course and they think that they're going to get the value from it based on what I described, then that is for you guys to do. I don't care one way or the other. I'm just sharing my experience. And that's that. We'll talk soon.